Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this weekend I wanted to cover a couple topics. One I've talked about many times before uh, while we've had this long dry season, and that is uh, watering. And the other topic I wanted to cover is uh, what we should be doing about now or very soon to do with our storing, digging and storing and saving any of our uh, what we call summer bulbs out in the out in the home landscape. So getting back to watering for a minute or two here, uh, I just want need to remind everybody that we haven't had rain. Uh, some of the forecasters are saying we haven't had a significant rain in over 45 days. Some of us have had uh, an inch or a little more or a little less in the last uh, week, uh, but it was very random and very scattered. It just depended upon where you were standing at the time the storm clouds came about, came around. Um, so what we really need to be maintaining is any sort of a good even routine watering practice on any of our newly seeded lawns and any of the areas where we've had to patch in sod or we've had our yard sodded completely. The, this is going to take uh, quite a bit of time uh, throughout the rest of the fall, especially if we do not get some, uh, some uh, natural rainfall. Uh, it's important to know when we're talking about seeding or seeded lawns that uh, the, the differences between seed and sod in terms of watering are pretty, pretty um, substantial. For our seeded lawns, we're talking about at least initially very light but frequent watering. We don't want to create puddles or standing water. It's okay to see that standing water as we water, but by the time we're done watering, it should be gone. So we need to keep the upper quarter inch to a half inch of soil moist in order to guarantee that the grass seed will germinate, the root radical will come out and head into that moist soil as a good good great start to getting that uh, seed up. In terms of timing, um, it depends upon what kind of grass seed you have sown. Uh, perennial ryegrasses as part of a mix or blend, um, that can start to show up. You'll start to see that green fuzz and maybe as short as three days, but more likely five to seven days where if you're sowing uh, bluegrasses, hybrid Kentucky bluegrasses, that, that may take uh, 7 to 10 or even 10 to 14 days before we see that green fuzz out there in the yard. So uh, don't give up on watering just because you haven't seen anything uh, green out there. It takes that long for, that kind of, for some of these seeds to germinate and show up. I would also remind everybody that if, if you're watering uh, that seeded area and you have that open dirt, that uh, while you created a great environment to get the grass seed up and growing, you've also created a great environment to see some germinating weeds. So don't be alarmed if that shows up, that would be expected. Uh, some of those weed seeds as they germinate uh, are annuals anyway and are gonna die at the first frost. Uh, others of them that come up and might even be there still next spring, maybe weeds that need to be three and four feet tall and will perish as we have been mowing the lawn at uh, two or three inches. So uh, that's another group of weeds that will may show up but aren't permanent in any way. Uh, as you water that turf for that seed, that seed that you've sown down, as the seed gets up and bigger and you've begun to mow it, uh, then you can think about treating that grass as it's maturing as an established lawn where the watering goes from light and frequent to infrequent but deep to encourage deep roots uh, into the soil profile for the wintertime.
you can compare that to sod, which, as laid, has absolutely minimal root. Uh, all the top is there and the crown of the grass plant is there. So your goal in watering sod is to be sure that it has lots of moisture to keep the crown of the grass plant and the grass blades hydrated. It has no roots to really do that on its own yet. So you applying that water allows what what uh, root is there in that minimal amount of dirt that came with your sod to absorb as much water as possible. Typically, you are going to water very heavily and consistent, consistently for probably at least two weeks before you begin to see that the grass has, the sod has begun to, has begun to knit down and grow into your existing soil. Once that's happened, then you uh, can begin to back off a little bit. Uh, you need to mow the sod as soon as it needs to be mowed, just like your seeding area. You need to mow it as soon as it needs to be mowed as well. Uh, and then come back and begin to your, uh, your continued watering routine after the fact. I also wanted to talk this week about uh, what we should be doing or thinking about doing very soon with our summer bulbs. And summer bulbs are those that we plant in the spring, are not winter hardy, and if we want them again next year, we need to dig them up this late summer, fall, uh, as frost approaches would be probably the latest time, and uh, cure them off a little bit, store them properly for the winter time, and that would mean above temperatures of freezing, uh, 35, 40 range, and at those temperatures they won't want to sprout and grow, but are held over until you can put them put them back out next next year. And and that's that's bulbs like uh, amaryllis, that's bulbs like uh, caladium, cannas, to name a few. Um, these are and we call them summer bulbs, where indeed they may even be tubers or rhizomes. But the point is they're not winter hardy, and we need to get them up and out of the yard uh, before they're damaged by severe cold weather. So sometimes we'll wait till frost that kills the top and then we'll go ahead and dig them up um, uh, and, and store them properly. You to dry them off and, and get them ready for storage usually means setting them, knock most of the dirt off, setting them in a cool, dry, shady location so the, the tender skins on those roots have a, ten, have a tendency to then dry down and harden up a bit uh, so they don't lose moisture all winter long. Uh, and then again store them properly. Uh, the highest shelf you have in your garage is also, also sometimes a good location because as heat rises it stays warmer than the rest of the garage but not warm enough to sprout and grow. If it's in your basement, the distances as far away from any heat sources as possible, down on the floor, in the corner, um, where the temperatures are going to be the coolest, may be another good place. If the concern is uh, storing the, the bulb without soil, you can uh, lay them in a flat, put them in a pot, uh, cover them with a little light coating of a uh, layer of, say, peat moss. Sometimes folks may use sand or, or uh, sawdust to do that. Give them a little drink of water midway through the wintertime to make sure they're not dehydrating. And then watch them carefully for next spring because uh, there are times when we haven't thought about planting them outside and yet those temperatures indoors have risen enough they're going to start to sprout and grow. So be aware of that. Get them out if you can before that begins so they don't waste energy in the garage 
let's have that energy put to good use once they're planted outside. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's been my pleasure, and I'll be back again next week.